We're all yeah, ready to go here. Yeah. We have one of the nicest MCs in the game, one of the top rappers out in the game who spits fire. That's one of the nicest voices in hip-hop as well. It just gives you that stank face when you listen to that 90s hardcore hip-hop who brings back the essence, who goes by the name of Flea Lord. Lord, Lord, what's going on, Flea uh, Lord? Welcome what's to the good? show, man. Sports Hip-Hop with DJ Mad Max, Life 365, iHeartRadio. What's going on, man? How's your night going? Uh, uh, everything cool, man. I'm just chilling, man. You know, I'll just finish up packing up some orders. I got to send some orders out, you know. Um, got a couple people still taking orders, buying some CDs and vinyls and stuff like that. But yeah, everything cool, man. I'm just chilling right now in my house, relaxing. I'm happy to hear that, man. You you learned the independent game quick, especially being with Griselda and learning how they operated in the business because you knew that you had to get the CDs, cassettes, merch, shows, and streams up, and that's how you survive as an independent artist out here, especially in the underground. Yeah, yeah, facts, man. Um, you know, if you don't come at come in the game and knowing these type of things, it'd be very hard. So like, you know, um, you know, me, me being a student on the prodigy, God bless his soul, um, being around chinks, um, God bless his soul as well. You know, I was already like learning the game, but, um, you know, the introduction that prodigy did before he passed away with Griselda, I got to learn a lot off of, um, just building with those guys, you know, uh, Conway and Wes and Benny, you know, but, uh, Conway definitely, um, you know, he uh he took me under and just, you know, showed me the ropes more or less because, you know, Wes was running around, you know, doing what he had to do to create the business side, you know, stuff like that. But I learned a lot from them, you know what I'm saying? Um, I applied the same pressure and, uh, yeah, it definitely worked out. You did. They took you under your wing. You met them at the hospital when Prodigy was going under a crisis and it was respect right away. I remember hearing about you guys walking down the street on the way to the Bape store and Conway asked you, you know, I heard that you rap, you spit something for me. And yeah, you really yeah. were like, man, I don't really like freestyling, but you spit some rhymes. And he's like, oh no, we need to work. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And, um, you know, when uh, Prodigy passed away, <clears throat> they uh, asked me if um, I wanted to be a part of their tour and if I could make it pull up. I actually, um, you know, I had some bread, you know, put aside. Um, because I had a job at the time and, you know, uh, things was working out, you know, so I, I was able to have some bread put aside and I took that trip, you know what I'm saying? One, uh, one of my good friends, he had his, you know, he had left his family and hit the road with me, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, we did every show with Griselda. Um, I wasn't part of the budget, but, um, like, like I said, I learned so much that the opportunity was like a budget for me. So I, I, I basically got my own dollar, not the first tour, not the second tour, stuff like that. Like I had to put that work in, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, never was a part of any budget, but, you know, I made the opportunity work for myself because I, I actually had money to go on these tours. So like, I was working and doing things on the side, you know, some negative for a positive outcome, but you know what I'm saying? It all worked out. And, um, yeah, I would say, uh, 2019, um, you know, 2019, I made like over $130,000 just off of like, you know, my merch and my music, my streams, all the stuff. So like I started to take it way more serious than 2020. Uh, um, that was the, uh, the COVID year. I just got off tour with Griselda and then, um, I dropped a project every month throughout the process of me being on the, uh, the tour with Griselda. I have released a project. I want to say, um, in February, because, uh, in 2019, I dropped a project in December with Graf. Me and Graf did a collab called Dirty Restaurant. So I didn't want to drop nothing in January going into 2020. I was like, I'll let that one breathe. You know, me and Graf, you know, let the people get a grass of that, whatever. And, um, in February, we was on tour. I dropped the project while we was on tour. And then March, I came home and was like, you know what? 
I'm about to just drop a project every month because, you know, being that COVID was, I didn't know how serious it was going to be, but um, I was just like, I'm going to just get to work. You know, I just finished the tour. I didn't really make no money on that tour because I, like I said, I was never part of any budget with the bros, you know what I'm saying? But the opportunity was always great, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like, it created a way for me to really go out there and, and knew what I had to do to hustle to make that dollar. So like, you know, I applied the pressure and the people took a liking to it and, and that's how I made mine. But in March, I dropped the project and then so on and so on, I just kept going. So like in 2020, I dropped the project every month and then in 2021, I bought my house. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I own my house. I have no mortgage. It's a half a million dollar house off of, you know, the hustle of music and grinding. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a deal. I don't uh, don't have no management. Don't have no PR. Nothing like that. I do everything myself. Like, you see, I got some, like, empty envelopes back there. I got the small ones over there. I got CDs there, vinyls there. I got the boxes for the vinyls. I got my label machine right here. So it's like. I done learned everything and it's like, it's working. So like, you know, every project I drop, I do the same treatment and people buy, you know, every time I, you know, I release something, you know, majority of my fans, I kind of like see their names pop up. So, so sometimes I'll throw them something a little extra or, you know, um, sign something for them or something like that, just to show my appreciation, you know? You come from struggle and difficult beginnings that I learned about your family and hearing about your mother being murdered when you're young and my condolences on that. And then all the way when you're having your daughter, you couldn't even afford to buy her an IC I heard about, but then you manifested, yeah. I want to be a millionaire and yeah. I'm going to get a house. And now she has her own house right now. Oh you. man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's crazy because, um, like I said, I was doing negative for positive. So I was really out there selling drugs and shit like that. But when I hustled and I sold drugs, I didn't really sell drugs to destroy nobody's life. It was the people that had job, good jobs already, you know, just yeah, I, I dealt the party with people and, yeah. that like the party, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, there's still people out there today that party and I don't mess around with none of that. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it's like it's still like not, you know, it's a dangerous, you know, life to lead, you know, when you out there trying to do something and. You know, um, even if it's negative or positive, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy out here in this world. So, like, you know, being that I was able to leave that alone, you know what I'm saying? And 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 really go broke and say to myself, like, yo, I can go right now and make 10 bands. You know what I'm saying? I just got to hit the strip and save money and keep doing what I used to do and then run it back up again. Or I could just say, I'm not fucking with that. Excuse me. I'm not messing with that no more. Um, I'm going to stick to the script. And just go through the struggle and not be able to buy my daughter icy where it broke me down. I'm a humble person already, so I wouldn't say it humbled me. Um, but it really broke me down to where it was like, you know what? I gotta leave this alone because basically me going through that is like part of my testimony. Where it's like, okay, um, we can't even buy your daughter icy. But if you go do what you do. It's not even a question of buying an icy. You understand? But it's like, okay, do I really want to keep doing that? You know what I'm saying? And um, I've just said to myself, like, you know what? Let me just stick to music. You know what I'm saying? Prodigy just passed away. Um, God bless his soul. And I was just like, you know, I don't, like, he told me to rap and I should take it serious. And um, this is someone that never had a job a day in their life, but did music and created, you know, um, a lot of money off of it, you know what I'm saying? So here I am, like, listening to someone like that, and it's like, okay, I had jobs before, 
Um, I worked in stock exchange companies. I worked in moving companies. When it's like center. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I worked for a stock exchange company called Georgian Shareholder, which they uh, was like another company called Computer Share later on. But yeah, I was really, um, you know, I was doing the right thing, but it's like, I, you know, I, I didn't graduate high school. So it's like certain things just didn't work out for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, here we go. I could do this. Or, you know, take the music serious and listen to Prodigy. So um, I really took heed to that and I tried to stick to it, stick to it almost a time where I was like, you know what, this ain't working. I'm going to just, you know, because I can't be telling my daughter that I can't, you know, get you a dollar icy. You know what I'm saying? But there was times where it really went bad for me because all the money I had, I put it all to these trips I had to take with Griselda or go out to Puerto Rico or go out to Coachella on my own dollar. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, yo, the opportunity is here. If you can make it, fleet pull up. And um, I made myself available to go. And uh, every time I came back, like it was, I came back from a tour to the block. I didn't go from a tour to taking care of my family in this big old house I have now. So, you know, I grinded it out and um, yeah, I did some business and, and, and it all worked out. And then now I have, you know, like I said, a half a million dollar house and I don't own a mortgage, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just pay the taxes on my joint, you know what I'm saying? I have seven bedrooms. You know, my daughter's got their own bedrooms where, you know, they can walk in through the bathroom to their bedroom. So it's pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? Because I come from, like, the struggle, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, my pops basically, you know, his, like, on my pop's side, they had houses and stuff like that. My mom's, we was part of the hood, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... You know, um, my pops kind of like lost stuff like that because of he got caught up in drugs and, you know, he went heavy on the drugs, not where he was able to be like one of the people I dealt with. You know what I'm saying? The people I dealt with, they woke their ass up and went to work the next day and did what they had to do. They was able to function, you know what I'm saying, where they knew they limit. And sometimes people just overdo it and, you know, you become someone like my dad, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's still around, thank God, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, drugs kind of like, messed up our relationship because he was chasing something and, you know, running around and getting high with the woman he was with. And, you know, it just, you know, I didn't have that figure in my life, but I had to learn everything on my own. So it's like, shit, either you can be a coward or you can man up and figure out the way to achieve something in life without having a, a male role model. You know what I'm saying? And my mom's being murdered and, you know, me growing up with my sister, and me and my sister, like her being my legal guardian, is like, all right, I got to still protect my big sister in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, thank God everything worked out, man. You know what I'm saying? Me learning everything, you know, from Prodigy Chinks and being around Griselda and 38 Special. Because 38 Special is actually one of the first people to do business with me and give me a bag. Um, he didn't give me a bag. We did business. So, you know what I'm saying? I made some money with 38 Special. Then Conway actually got me a bag with someone I did business with, with him. And, you know, those are the first two gentlemen I could say I made about like 40, you know, 40 grand. You know what I'm saying? About 20 each way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, all right, cool shit. Excuse me. I don't want to keep cursing. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, you're good. I, you, you can curse. All right, cool. I don't want to keep cursing anyway. You know <laughs> but, um, yeah, for the fact that... uh. You know, I had these two brothers that was making money off their career already where they was coming up and I was just like getting around them when they were starting to like, you know, uh, uh, blossom and, and, and turn it up. Um, I'm like, right, I got to follow their lead. So, you know, what I'm saying 38 special, my brother, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but he knows that, 
you know, it's all love. Like, shit, I don't got to talk to him in about two, three years, but the love is still the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's super busy. I'm busy. You know, we all busy. But him and Conway is actually the two gentlemen that actually, you know, created a bag for me, you know, with my with my passion of the music, where it was like, I really didn't know if it was going to work. So now these two brothers believed in me besides, you know, the people I had already just no longer here believing in me. So it's like, all right, cool. I make 40 bands with these two brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know I could make way more now. You know what I'm saying? And it worked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't like, I'm not looking for a deal because I have my own label. You know what I'm saying? I have gentlemen under the label and they're pushing a label with me. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're my artists. They're their own artists, but they're pushing something with me. You know what I'm saying? They're also pushing their, their own, you know, saying they, their own brand or whatever they want to do. But um, they're also, you know, a part of Lord Mark with me. But um, yeah, I, I did that. And um, it's probably better it worked that way where I didn't sign with no one. And, you know, I had bags offered to me and I was just like, nah, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? When I could have took that bag you know what I'm saying? But I never wanted no one to even say that they gave me a bag. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm kind of a, like I'm a boss myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned everything my own to be a boss. I don't need no one to be over me. I don't need no one to be like, yo, yeah, that's that's little bro. I got a 20 year old daughter, <laughs> so I can't be your little bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, we can be on the same type of time, you know what I'm saying, and share information, you know what I'm saying? I might call someone big bro, but in a sense, that's because they're older than me, and I've, I've kind of took, you know, advice, or, I, you know, I trust them on certain things, but they're actually not my big bro because I'm a big bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've created something where I can teach others, and they can win off of it too, you know what I'm saying, if they follow the lead, and hopefully the people take a liking, because it's never about you know, all right, you got these gems and you know that you have to do cassettes, vinyls, CDs, merch, streams, you know what I'm saying? Let alone features on, you know, shows. Like people, okay, you can have all of that, but it's if the people are going to support it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might know all of that and you might be able to do that, but then you only sell 12 CDs because nobody really buys CDs to listen to them like that. You know, they buy them just to support you and have a CD in their, you know, in their collection. You know what I'm saying? Um, the vinyls, they definitely play. A lot of people like to listen to music on vinyls. That then took like a, like a big turnaround. You know what I'm saying? So like, what if you only sell 50 vinyls? You know what I'm saying? You might spend more money on the things that you need to push your passion and you won't see the get back. So it's like, are you going to give up or are you going to try it again? So it's like, it normally takes about three times for it to work. You know what I'm saying? And that third time, most of the people, like, they give up and strike out because they really they, they really think, you know, um, that it is a, 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 it's, it's a pitch in the box and they reach and, and, and that could have been your ball and just your next one to go. You know what I'm saying? So people always give up when it's like right there. So like I was one of the ones that didn't, you know what I'm saying? And I push everyone just like, yo man, just stay positive. You know what I'm saying? Pray, you know what I'm saying? Even if you don't believe in a higher power, you believe in some other man, you know, just believe in something, you know what I'm saying? Cause if I can do it where I really said to myself, I don't want to hustle no more and, and go on the streets and get to it. And I wanted to push this and I stuck to it. And, you know, saying that the, the uh, engineer that I stuck with that was, you know, basically dedicated to making money with me 
and his time because not it's not always about the money neither. So we built a relationship. He knew what I wanted to do. Shout out to Big French. Um, he knew what I wanted to do as far as uh, putting a project out every month. So he sat there all them hours and worked with me. He made money, obviously, but still, like like I said, it's not about the money. He could have been like, nah, I'm good. This, you know what I'm saying? I'm good today. You know what I'm saying? I'm good this week. I need a break, Flea. So he was dedicated to doing the same thing with me, and we both did that together. So I would never say, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I put out a project every month by myself because Big French was definitely dedicated to doing that and mastering them and, you know, how it sound in the way it should sound, you know? Excuse me, but, um, yeah, man, like, I'm just blessed, brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed. And I'm also like a very humble person where I teach every, you know, everything I know to people. So, you know, like right now, this interview, if they tapped in and, you know, or, or later on, whatever, they, they understand that, you know what I'm saying? Like you might know what you need to do, but it's all about how you approach the game and how you address certain people with business. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you put in the hard work and I love your approach in managing your time because you looked at it. There's 30 days in a month in 10 days. I can have 10 songs and then load up the CDs and get prepared with the merch and the shows and everything. So you balance out your schedule. And, and that's really what it takes. Hard work and dedication. Yeah. yeah, man, I would say that's what actually like changed the game for me. So like, you know, what I'm saying um, that that in 2020, when I did do that, um, yeah, man, like people told me not to do it. You know, what I'm saying certain friends and you know, certain artists that I deal with, you know, that I believe into, you know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, bro, I think it's too much music for you to do. And you know what I'm saying? Now I I I, I always look at things like three ways. So it's either like, yeah, it could be that. Or you could be telling me this because you don't want me to do it. Or, you know what I'm saying, uh, it might work. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I don't know what to believe in sometimes because, you know, how you feel, you got to roll with your gut instinct. You know what I'm saying? Like someone might know way more than you, but they might tell something, they might tell you something that's not beneficial for you, not knowing that they're doing that. They might think they telling you what's right for you. You know what I'm saying? And you might be like, nah, man, like, I, I'm going to go with this anyway. And you can fail. You know what I'm saying? And then that person will be like, I told you, bro. Or it'll work. <laughs> and then the person that told you not to do it, sometimes they'll still be cool with you. And then sometimes they'll be like, it worked. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't even care no more. Like, I love hearing the story of you starting out and you being cool with chinks because a fun fact is that you started out doing trap music and then yeah. Prodigy was like, no, nah, talk that talk. Yeah, dude, and and, and Chink was telling you because the real hip hop wasn't getting on at that time. And you actually started out as a trap rapper and thank God that you didn't. And you developed your own craft and giving back and establishing yeah. your own sound and being respected as an MC in this game now. Yeah. Cause you know, basically being around Chinks, like Chinks had me trying to rap like what was winning, you know what I'm saying? At that moment. And don't get me wrong. Like, I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That was that was that was the wave. And I still like that sound. But then again, like um I the life I the, I lead and what I've come from from my history and all that, um, I think it would be better for me to tell you the story on like, you know what I'm saying, boom bat reality type music, than for me to go like, you know, trap. And then now what what would I have done if I was doing trap? Like trap is is still in, but 
Now it's drill. Drill, yeah. So would I be doing drill? Nah. Now, I like the drill music and I like the trap music. And I would do it sometimes if I do a feature with someone. I'll step out my box to go, you know what I'm saying, create something that it fit with they sound, of course. You know what I'm saying? And I would be great at doing it because I'm going to take my time out to give you something that's going to be special. I'm not going to give you some rush stuff. So for the most part, I respect that sound and all that. You know what I'm saying? But with those two lanes of music, trap, what happens with trappers? What happened with the music of trap? Most of the time, if you do make it out, they'll pull you back in because you talking about what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like hustling and all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. So sometimes you can get indicted on that type of music, right? And you got to live that because you're not going to be talking about it if you ain't living it. But sometimes you pass too much information out, right? And then drill, like, bro, them young boys ain't playing. They not playing. And that shit they talking, they living it. So I like the music because some of it is cool. You know what I'm saying? It just sounds good. You know what I'm saying? And it's plus, it's a breath of fresh air on different type of genre of music. Yeah. And a lot of them are getting killed, unfortunately, too. That's my point. And and just look at the figurehead. Pop Smoke went down. When, When you have like the figurehead going down, you can tell that this is some serious stuff. I mean, yeah, man, like, I, I love the, I love the different, you know, uh, the different bop on it, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's dope, but when you talking that and you gotta live it, and a lot of the drill music is, you going drilling, you know what I'm saying, yes. so, man, you know, I, I, you know, I pray for the young brothers that's doing that music, because, you know what I'm saying, it only leads to, you know, two things, you know what I'm saying, and that's with the trap too. Like, you know what I'm saying? The trap music was kind of like about hustling and a lot of lean. And so you had people ODing and you know, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I stick to reality rapping. I talk about my 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 past. Now, some people don't like it. Some people say it's trash. Some people do whatever. And you're entitled to say that because I'm over here looking good. I ain't even got my grills on, but I'm looking good. I got, you know what I'm saying, KRK speakers right here. I just set up my studio right here in my theater room. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my theater <laughs> room chilling. I got a pool table right here. Like, I, I had to go to a bar to go play pool. You know what I'm saying? Now I come downstairs in my theater room. You know, So people can say what they want. You know what I'm saying? It worked out for me. You know what I'm saying? And and I have a lot of fans all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, um, I'm going to just keep creating, you know what I'm saying, and teaching everything I know to everyone that I build with. And, you know what I'm saying, if you hit me up for some information and I could feed you some information that's going to lead you to the right way here, you know what I'm saying, do it like this, you know. So, yeah, man, but um, I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, your hip-hop roots go back a long way, just listening to music. But you were in the R&B side of things as well, Erica Badu, Luther Vandross. Yeah, yeah, you you gotta, listen to everything. Yeah, you got to have that, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that diversity. Gotta, yeah, because uh, if you don't soak in the hip-hop culture, you know what I'm saying, it'd be hard to give out the information that you want in, in, in kind of like a rhyming form. And you know what I'm saying? Like, got to learn the cadence. It's kind of like dancing, the way you got to ride these beats with rapping. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just got to be in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, man, I, that's why I stuck to the reality and, you know, the boom bap, because it's like, and I would have been doing trap. God bless Ching So. You know, you, know, you lead me to the wrong direction with music. You know what I'm saying? And then 
I would have bounced off the drill and flea just would have been like a wave jacker. You know what I'm saying? That's just not who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like I always did me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never me being a follower, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad that I was able to, to soak in a game, you know, when I was younger, you know, like I've been listening to all type of genres of music. I listen to rock, you know what I'm saying? I listen to it all. Cause you know, my, on my father's side, they're German. You know what I'm saying? That's right. They're, I did hear about that. They're German and American. You know what I'm saying? Like I did, his parents met in a war. So, you know what I'm saying? And then on my mom's side, she's Puerto Rican and black. So I'm, I'm more like all over the place, you know what I'm saying? But I get along with everyone. I treat everyone the same, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I've know what it is to come from the struggle. And then when I was around my pops, I knew what it was to be, you know, like living pretty decent, you know what I'm saying? Cause what he came from, he was, you know, he had money from the army and he was, you know, tapped in, like making money, doing other things that I've, I've, I've learned from him, you know what I'm saying? In a sense, but you know, him being the way he was a white man, you would have never thought that he was doing what he was doing. And he was, Holy shit, man. <laughs> like my pops had boats and all this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? My mom's she left him because he was a cheater at the time. And you know, then we 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 went through shelters. I went through it all, you know what I'm saying? Because my mom's didn't want she wanted to be like independent. I I don't need nothing from this cheating ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I went through the struggle with my mom's and then she got it up on her own, but then you know, I lost my mom's at 11. So, you know what I'm saying? Because then she got into hustling too, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, it was crazy. But, and then when I get up with my pops, it's like, do I want to be with my pops at that time? Or did I want to go with my sister and try to, you know, see how this worked with my sister? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I took the chance on going with my sister because I know if I stayed with my pops, him being a wild mouth, you know, crazy and, you know, getting high and shit like that too. But, you know, he just had a lot of money at that time. Mm-hmm. I knew he wouldn't have been a good role model for me or um, a, 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 like a good guardian, you know what I'm saying? Like just a good father. Like now I, it wouldn't have been that with my pops. So like, I just went with my sister and, you know, being that she was younger, I was, you know, I was doing a lot of shit I shouldn't have been doing, but I was getting away with it. And, you know, I was still making money and stuff like that when I was younger. So I didn't soak in so much game, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger. So it kind of developed me and who I am today. You know what I'm saying? Even like through the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just give you the real, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you give us. And you're just a branch off of everyone you listen to growing up. CNN, Mob Deep, Cool G Rap, Rakim, yeah. MOP, oh, big Mob oh, Deep man. fan. And it, it went, your loyalty went so far. And that's when you held Prodigy down. And we, we've heard about the whole Saigon situation and how you've grown with that. And you want to actually eventually speak to him someday about that situation. Yeah, yeah, eventually, you know what I'm saying? If that time happens, you know what I'm saying? If not, you know, I'm cool with it because, you know what I'm saying, um, like nothing happened, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's just like, it's it's just talk, you know what I'm saying? But it actually could have happened, but thank God, you know, like thank I said, I, you know, I knew right from wrong, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was still in the sense like, yo, P was my man, and but it was just wrong. So like, thank God, you know. We can talk about it, you know, but not really. I don't even like to talk about it because, like I said, it's just talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just talk, but it could have have happened. But um, God is, didn't thank God. Yeah, yeah, God is the greatest, you know what I'm saying? Because, look, right now, today, everybody's, you know, here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, except for the ones like, you know, 
that passed away because of health issues or whatever the case may be. But, you know, we we blessed, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm pushing the culture forward, you know what I'm saying? Um, And I always mention P's name because, uh, you know, I wouldn't be rapping if it wasn't Prodigy, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Prodigy and Chinks, like, I wouldn't be rapping. Like, those guys were the ones that tell me I should take music serious. And I'm like, nah, I don't care for it, you know what I'm saying? I was hustling and had jobs and I was good, you know what I'm saying? I had cars, I was... I was, I was, I was all right. You know what I'm saying? But then I was like, all right, let me check this music shit out and see how it works. But then, um, you know, when I was doing the music, I was spending so much money trying to get to where I needed to be, not knowing that I damn near, like I said, I didn't even have a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like credit went truth. You know what I'm saying? Everything was just like awful for me at that time. And I can go back and get, you know, whatever and get back to it. And I just stuck with it, like, all right, maybe, maybe it'll work. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. And if it don't, then, you know, that's always there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I don't even, you know, think about that no more. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a dining room table that's, like, worth six, seven grand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the hard you know work. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm super humble. But, you know, off of me working this hard, sometimes I, I, I talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? You have to. But, respectfully you know what i'm saying because like i said if i could do it you can too you know what i'm saying like you can too you just gotta work hard for it man if you believe in yourself because no one will then things probably will work you know what i'm saying if you're a piece of shit then it probably won't you know what i'm saying or it's just crazy like how the world is with energy you can be a piece of shit and everything goes great for you and then you die you know it's crazy like, how the world works. Yeah, There's God people just, that work God their ass off. You. Yeah, God will just take you. Or some sometimes the people that that do work they tail off and become successful, you get to enjoy, you know what I'm saying, the fruits of your labor. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do it when you're young and push it now because if you do it when you start getting older, it's like you get tired sometimes too. You know what I'm saying? Like me, like I like to enjoy spending time with my kids. Like so you haven't seen me hit the road or even think about shows. And, you know, yeah, I want to get up with the people for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I interact with people, you know, when I go on my lives, I interact with people when I, you know what I'm saying? Jump, they jump in my DMs. I I barely leave people unseen. I try not to, you know what I'm saying? But it gets bigger and bigger as you continue to grow, like your fan base grows. So like, I never, you know what I'm saying? Um, I always try to chop it up with all my peoples, you know what I'm saying? I take out time for them and, you know, I let them know like, man, look, I'm putting my family first. And then my music second. Before it was my music first, you know. I'm, you know, I'm saying, excuse me, but now it's I'm. I, I want to be here for my son, watch him grow up. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm trying not to miss these first. You know, you know these first couple months. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, once he gets around two, maybe I'll start moving around a bit more. You know what I'm saying? And he's almost there now. You know what I'm saying? By next year, he'll be two. But you know, for the most part, I I didn't want to start moving around and being around a lot of people. Because of, you know, you don't know what's what with this COVID stuff still, you know what I'm saying? Like, so at that time, you know, you know, you're just thinking about it. He's just like, man, it's family over everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can go hit the road, you know what I'm saying? But I just have my son. So me being a part of my son's life is more important than me hitting road and going on these shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be there. I can be able to do that eventually. But if I miss these first couple of months of his life, we can't get that again. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm I'm happy right now. I'm enjoying everything. I'm still putting out dope music. I'm still, you know, working with legends. You know what I'm saying? I've I've, I've been able to work with, you know, Cormega, Fat Joe on, you know, Pray for the Evil. The Essence. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to those brothers. Uh, um, Rock Marcy, another gentleman I always work with. You know what I'm saying? Conway, DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs. Yeah, come on. You can name them. So, you know, Busta Rhymes. Ghostface. Raekwon, like. I've been able to work with these brothers and, you know, if they accepted me in hip hop, then it's like, man, you know, I've created my lane. This is what I needed to do. Uh, you know, I've been embraced by the people that I've grew up listening to, you know what I'm saying? And that doesn't really happen often. You know what I'm saying? Like who would have thought that, you know, people I listen to and then I start rapping and what if I was doing track? What if I was doing drill? Would I be able to work with these brothers that basically created the wave and opened up the door for all of us? You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that I stuck to, you know, reality and the boom bap and that essence because I was able to work with these brothers, you know what I'm saying, that put on for us. So, you know, I still look forward to working with, you know, uh, people like Styles, you know what I'm saying? I haven't got one in with Styles yet, you know what I'm saying? I can name a couple more, you know what I'm saying? But it's coming soon. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't name the people I want because who knows? You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to get one in with J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? That'd be tough. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like me and J. Cole could talk something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, we see how it goes, man. But, you know, right now I'm just, um, I'm still getting off my merch. You know what I'm saying? I got some new merch coming in. Um, I'll probably be hitting the road real soon. Like just to do a couple shows, like I said. You know, a couple people, uh, they've been hitting me up, but just negotiating numbers, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that it's going to make sense, you know what I'm saying, for both parties. Because, like like I said, when I do business, I'm, most of the time I'm like, yo, if it's beneficial for you and it's beneficial for me, then let's do it. But if it's like you working something where it's a little fishy, I don't want no part of it. Or if I feel like you're just trying to short shortchange me, I don't need no parts of it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm good right now. I don't need money. No. I would be doing it for the fans, you know what I'm saying? And and the people that's gonna come out and, you know what I'm saying, want me to sign their stuff and see me perform and, you know, take pictures and all that. Like, I don't even be charging for meet and greets. I just jump in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Right after my performance, I jump in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Take pictures with the homies, dab them up. Thank you, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's how I give it up, you know what I'm saying? That's how you build that fan base and, you know, just. Yeah. Get more in the name of Prodigy, you still have text messages on your old phone from him, especially from Father's yeah. Day and the day before that he passed. Yeah, man, that's crazy that you even said that because um, I just, you know, being that Father's Day just passed, like yeah. that's just something that, you know, I go look at, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, P was a great friend of mine. And also, uh, you know, if it wasn't for him to tell me to take rap serious, I'd probably still been working for the stock exchange company that I was working for or the moving company that I have worked for or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And still being in the streets thinking that that was going to be it. You know, like I said, I've, I've, I've had money put away and I've saved money from doing, you know, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Like most of the time, a lot of people kind of just spend money on dumb shit and still be stuck in the same area. And it's just like, you bought that to show off to the people in your area. When that, is basically going to get trashed in a couple months. You know what I'm saying? Two months, three months is over. You know what I'm saying? You go buy a European car and you, and you living in a hood. Like, 
it's quiet for you. That's backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like I look at other things different. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I couldn't be stuck in a hood the rest of my life. I really had to focus up and get things right, man. So yeah, man, I'm glad I got a European car. You know what I'm saying? I got Rollies, not one. You know what I'm saying? Um, my daughter's college uh tuition is paid off, you know what I'm saying? Um, she didn't get vaxxed and um she couldn't go back to the school at that time. You know what I'm saying? Now they allow them to go back, but she, you know, she didn't go back. And then she went and got uh, um, a license to be an estheticianist. So she's now an esthetician, a licensed esthetician. I don't even know how to say the word, but she's a licensed, a licensed estheticianist. And I paid like 20 racks for her to go to that school when I already paid off two semesters from her other school. So it's like for me not to have a dollar to buy my little daughter icy. And for me to be able to pay my daughter, my oldest daughter's college, it's a big difference. Came a long way. Yeah, you know, and that and that was just in a matter of two years. You know, it's what I'm saying? in two years, you know, what I'm saying because my whole life, I mean, like I said, I was I was hustling and, and bubbling, and I always had a job and doing the right thing and still doing negative for positive. But like I said, the way I hustled, I never tried to destroy nobody. It was never like I took. Um, advantage of you because I had this and I knew you wanted it. Now nah, I would just be like, yo, slow up or call somebody else. Don't call me. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to be the reason that you're going to go crazy because of this is here. Nah, fuck that. Don't call me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I cared about people. You know what I'm saying? I dealt with. So, you know, people I cut off to because they was chasing it and I'm not the people that's going to be there for you when you chasing it. Nah, leave me alone. We're not doing that because I knew what that did to people. I've seen my family. I've seen people that was close to my family. Like, chasing it so i never dealt with people like that so yeah man I, I think i did you know negative for the positive and i stuck to everything and yeah man um just like i said man i'm blessed and i'm just passing these gems off and you know hopefully it worked for everybody else that's doing it too you know what i'm saying and, and um yeah just don't let nobody control your moves man you know what i'm saying you got to believe in yourself man believe in yourself something that was important when griselda took you under their wing they were having you a part of these meetings that they were having, especially with like label yeah, and different yeah, things. Yeah, so what did you learn yeah, from these, these meetings? Man. Yeah, shout out to Western Con. Them, them brothers are, you know what I'm saying, always, you know, um, whenever they came to the city or something, you know what I'm saying, they got something going on, I would pop up. Like I'm on the Netflix, uh, I think it's a docu uh, document, uh, documentary about the rappers. I don't know what it's called, man. I can't, I forgot the name, but I was on one of those episodes with Griselda when they was like with, um, who was it? Uh, was it Ice T when he did the documentary? It wasn't Ice T. Cause I remember watching one on Ice T. I think it was called Rappers Something. It was called Some Rap or Something. But um, yeah, I was on the episode with uh with Conway and Wes. I was on some episode with them, and I was actually helping out another friend that actually does um. He does uh like construction. He'll go, you know, do like side jobs and you know, he takes contracts and stuff like that. He's like, yo, Flea, I'm doing this job, man. So I'm like, he like, yeah, my worker, you know, didn't come. I'm like, what, what you gotta do? He like, I bust down some walls and I'm like, yo, man, let me go do that. You know what I'm saying? I wanna come help, bro. He like, nah, you don't do this. I'm like, nah, but teach me. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? So I'm getting busy. And then Conway calls my phone. He like, yo, bro, where you at? I'm like, I'm over here doing this job with my man. He like, what? You don't do that. I'm like, I know, man, but I was just helping the homie out. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'll go, you know what I'm saying? That's my man. Like, I know he's doing this, about to break his back by himself. Yo, I'm going to come work with you, bro. Like, he like, nah, flea. I threw the Thames on. My Thames on nice and spiff. Them things that got beat up. But he like, yo, bro, I appreciate you coming. You know what I'm saying? Helping me. But throughout the process of me working with my homie and doing this job with him, which was like about a week's work, Conway had called me and I pop up on him. And that's when he was doing this Netflix uh, documentary. You know what I'm saying? And um, man, I had like dirt all over me. You know what I'm saying? I had to clean my T-shirt. I had to buy a T-shirt actually from one of the homies in the hood, bought the little t-shirts, you know what I'm saying? And then um, I just told him, like, yo, don't catch my pants on my boots, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Carl, like, man, don't worry about that. I'm like, yo, bro. He like, yo, I can't believe you was even working. I'm like, yo, I, I know, bro. I was just helping out my homie. I wouldn't even say his work because I wasn't doing it for money. I was actually doing it to help my homie out, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I was actually, you know what I'm saying, able to be a part of that. And, you know, Weston Khan actually fed me some information. And, you know, like I said, Every time um, I was about to drop something, I would, you know, get in contact with them and let them know, like, yo, what do you think? You know what I'm saying? And to a point, it was like they didn't even care no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Fleet, just drop, man. Like, do your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to hit me. And I was just like, nah, I just need to ask you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all helping me in a sense and giving me information and all that. So I don't want to feel like I'm overstepping any boundaries. Now, I'm not a Griselda artist. So I wasn't even trying to, you know, put that like where it was. I, I was Nah, I'm not a Griselda artist, but y'all yeah, been teaching me certain things where I'm going to apply the same pressure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just asking, what do you suggest and what do you feel like I'm about to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, just so I can feel like I got the green light from the homies, where it's like they don't never have to feel like, yo, oh, Flea Wallen, you know what I'm saying? Like he doing so-and-so like. You know, so now, nah, you know, I always gave them the opportunity to let me let them say what they feel, you know what I'm saying, and how I should approach certain things. So and that always worked because, you know, Conway one time when we was on the tour, um, I want to say the second tour, he jumped in our car and basically rolled with us. You know what I'm saying? And it was me and my man H and um, he's sitting in the back of the car. We smoking weed and we going to the next show and he could be in the suburban with the guys. You know what I'm saying? But he riding in this Honda Civic with me and my man. Now, I don't think it was a Honda Civic. It could have been a Nissan or some shit like that. But um, he's in the car with us and he's just telling us like, yo, Flea, man, everything you're doing, this is the shit I was doing in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing what I was doing in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And now you got to keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? By six months, man, you're going to be up. He said, by next year, you're going to be rich. Now, in a matter of two years, like I said, of me taking rap series where I was broke down and, like, I didn't have the dollar and all of that. But I took all my money and invested into running around and being the places I needed to be at that moment. And it worked. You know what I'm saying? Khan really was, you know, feeding the information. So, like... You know what I'm saying? He even said in one of his songs, he's like, I told Flea, um, you know, you're going to be rich. You just got to stay patient. He said that in the song and I was already like getting my bread. And there was like something me and Khan did in 2021. We uh basically said we was going to show each other a hundred racks. Not to mention everything we had behind a hundred racks. You know what I'm saying? You got to present me a hundred racks. I got to present you this hundred racks. And that was something we said in 2021. And we wound up being able to show each other hundred racks a piece, man. Shout out to my brother Khan. You know what I'm saying? And now Conway's is, there's like, you know, he's all the way up. He's blessed. You know what I'm saying? Killing shit. 
And I'm just, you know, right here following Lee, doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Benny's killing shit. Wes is killing shit. They all doing their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Still come back for Griselda. Sometimes things get, you know, shit like that. It's always like that with business. And when people make money, sometimes people have a little situation where, you know, we may not be on the same page, but we in the same book. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and and that was yeah. a big reason why you really didn't want to sign with them because you want to keep a, a brother friendship and just getting into your performances and being there when Conway was performing the cow, because that's when he got all emotional, spoke with Jay-Z backstage. Have you had that moment similar to what Conway had yet when he performed um, the cow and got emotional? I, when it, was like, actually, it just hit you and it's like, I made it. Um, I mean, when Conway performs that song, man, like, I know, like, it's, like, a very touching, you know, song for him because, like, he lit at, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody knows that. I don't know that. I wasn't around for Griselda when they was building, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I came when it was in the process of already being built and they was pushing. And I was, you know what I'm saying, pushing it with them. Like, yo, that's what y'all jacking. I'm jacking that, but I'm doing loyalty to death. This is me. You know what I'm saying? And, and I followed and I pushed. I waved the flag for them because that's what they was doing. So, like, anybody that's, you know, pushing something, I'm going to push it with you. Now, I'm not that, but I'm going to push it with you because I want you to win, you know what I'm saying? And they wanted me to win, so they pushed the loyalty of death just as well as I was pushing Griselda, you know what I'm saying? But that 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 song for 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 Bro, man, you know, I was there when, when he chopped it up with Jay-Z. I was actually on the side, and I didn't want to be all up on them niggas, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not that type of person, so, like... I was up on Khan the whole night. That's my bro. You know what I'm saying? But then when that moment came, like, I just fell back, like, soaked that in, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here just in the cut. And I saw them build, and I was just like, that's good for bro, because this is his moment right here. You know what I'm saying? This is his moment right where, he, you know, he been doing this already. You know what I'm saying? But now he's getting the recognition. Like, now, I don't want to say he, but all of them. But, you know, at that time when, you know, Hove built with Khan, and, you know what I'm saying, um, I heard a verse that Khan did, you know what I'm saying, talking about the time he built with Hove and shook, you know, him and Beyonce's hand. Like, I heard the verse, and I was like, yo, bro, yeah, you you in there. You know what I'm saying? And then Khan just really took it there. So it's like, to see my brother do that and to see what I've done and, you know what I'm saying, what I know, what we still capable of still doing because we haven't reached our peak yet. No. You know what I'm saying? Not no not none of us. Not even close. Not none of us. Not the people from you know, you know the Griselda family. Not you know the Ethos, the Thirty Eight Special. Um, you know um, the Ransoms. I can keep naming the brothers. Rome Streets. You know I can keep naming brothers. Um, there's his brother Eddie Kane. You know what I'm saying. The, the whole family from Lord Mark, third, uh, 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 TF, G4 Jack, Funk P, Shady Gray, Young Act, Mumbles, like all these people haven't reached a peak yet. None of us have. So as you continue to push, you know what I'm saying, and, and see what you're capable of doing. And, you know, like right now, like I'm happy just to be where I'm at now. But, you know, by next year, who knows what's going to change and level up, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, that's with all of us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, someone might strike a deal and it's like, is it worth it? Most of the time, everybody takes that deal, you know what I'm saying? Because they need to get out of that, you know what I'm saying, situation that they're already in. They're trying to get out that hole. 
And then it you kind of put yourself deeper in a hole sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You gotta you gotta know the business, but you gotta believe in yourself and stick stick to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, we all haven't reached our peak yet. You know what I'm saying? There's still more greatness to to come our way, and you know what I'm saying for us to give y'all more greatness ahead. And it just relates to the principle of it's easy to get in the industry, but it's it's hard to get accepted. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? The crazy thing with me is I've never been the one to like when I was coming in the game and building with brothers, I was already like being influenced by Prodigy. So I was not even looking for a deal. I was looking to do music and figure out how to get it to the people and make my own money. Because P was already telling me, yo, yo kid, fuck a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need a deal for it, do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then like P passed away and then, you know, Wes and Khan basically showed me like what they were doing. And you know what I'm saying? They fed the information. Now, people don't just feed information off like that. So I was really close to them, you know what I'm saying? For a reason, you know what I'm saying? Because we had a brotherly bond in which we still do, you know what I'm saying? We just all moving. So you won't see us with each other like how it used to be, you know what I'm saying? But when we around each other, most of the time, like it would be, you know, how it used to be. <laughs> I, I want to get into Pray for the Evil 3, especially your collaboration with Fat Joe, The Essence. How was this studio session with you and Don Cartagena? Uh, yo, I didn't I didn't even get to go to uh build with him because um what had happened was uh you know me being tight with UFO Feeve, shout out to UFO Feeve. Um it's another brother that you Dope know, MC. yo man, he's fire, you know what I'm saying? Fire. Um he has the ties with Fat Joe. So I'm like, yo, tell Joe, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I want to work, man. You know what I'm saying? And then he, you know, he connected the dots and me and Joe kicked it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, um, you know, being that I live in Jersey now, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't live in a town, so it's not like I can get up and pull up, you know, at that moment. Uh, I missed the session, you know what I'm saying? But I was fine with just getting the verse and, you know, I had got, um fat joe and ufo thieves versus that same moment because they was in the studio building so it was like man when they both sent the emails off that night i'm like shit i'm almost done with pray for the evil this is amazing you know what i'm saying but to have you know built with ufo thieves and have a relationship with him you know he connected the dots with fat joe so i didn't get to you know chop it up um in the session with bro but we kicked it on facetime and you know it was it was it was beautiful you know it was like you know, it's same thing like building with, you know, Buster and building with like, you know, Ray Quans and all, all these gentlemen, they created the lane for us, man. So like I said, man, for me coming up and having these guys cassette tapes and, you know, CDs eventually as I got older, because I was buying a shit, you know what I'm saying? And I really wanted the real one, not the bootleg, you know what I'm saying? So I was really supporting them, you know what I'm saying? But, um, to have those guys music coming up and then being able to work with them and have their numbers in my phones, you know, um, I don't just text them, you know, I might send a text randomly, like, yo, just sending, you know, peace and blessings your way and they respond back. But, you know, I, I don't even hit them up on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's about business or something and we going to create something together. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like that joint with, uh, with, uh, fat Joe is actually, you know, it's it's one that, you know, it's, it's going down in history for me, you know what I'm saying? And and the same thing for me, fucks, you know what I'm saying? Um, me fucks is, you know, my brother and the production. You know, for me, for, yeah, for me to for me to help him, 
uh, uh, build his um, his uh, his resume the way he has in such a short time is like is is beautiful, man. Like you know, he, you know, the way I felt having Fat Joe, and I, I can imagine how he felt. You know, what I'm saying like we chopped it up, but it's like Fat Joe is on your beat, bro. You know, what I'm saying you got Rock Marsh, you got Conway, you got all these people on. If you go back and look at Pray for the Evil, you know, one, two, and three. You know, um, we have Trade of Truth, we have. West Side, we have 38, we have Keisha uh Plum. Uh man, I, I I could keep going, man. But yeah, if you go listen to those joints, you know, uh the trilogy of all three, it's it's just amazing. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, to build with me fucks and see a producer that no one really knows, you know, and him take a chance on building with me. And it's like, yo, you know, I'm not I'm flee, you know, I'm giving you these beats so we can build and you know not no producer really would just give you beats and expect nothing back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got all these people on his beats from him building with me and trusting me and us building to, you know, Lord mob together. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we built Lord mob together, me and me fucks. And then, you know, we added on a couple people, but it's me and me fucks and my brother H, you know what I'm saying? We uh built this and, you know, man, like I said, to be working with these core mega fat Joe, like, it's amazing, man, to just, you know, like I said, to be listening to them and have their number on my phone and get these joints off. It's like, man, I just feel like I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to keep pushing, bro, because who knows who I can work with next, you know? Yeah. The, the sky is the limit, just like Biggie Small said back in the day on Life After Death. And Final Four, I love that track. That was my favorite track off of the album because it brings me back to those old who's got the best bar on the tracks when we talk about the dmx blackouts the craig mack remix flavor in your ears if yeah. you could go back to the days what was your favorite track and which featured multiple lyricists like john blaze with fat joe pun and nas what was one of those oh. tracks back in the reservoir oh. dogs what was one of those 90s tracks back in the day that you always admired and thought was just the craziest as far I, as that? i, I would say spitters? uh what's the joint the 24 hours to live joint 24 Mace. hours to live yeah i think that's a posse track yeah that might be a posse track. I think he has the locks on there, DMX. Yeah, yep. It's got locks, DMX on there. Check that one out. That's, yeah. that's the joint right there. That's tough. <laughs> that's that joint. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one. I mean, there's a bunch of them, but that's one of them, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why Dog's definitely one of them, too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, 24 hours, that was that joint, man. DMX yeah. went crazy, man. RP, one of the greats. No, but you're carrying on that tradition and, and learning the performance side of things and holding. And when Griselda Conway held you down on stage, did you know that you had that in you? Because people always rave about your Boston performance. Did you know that you had that performance in you? And do you feel as though there was an alter ego inside of you that night to turn the well, performance on? Ah, truthfully, I think, man, I when I'm out there, I just let it go, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what I've come from. So it's like I, I go out there, you know what I'm saying? Um. I have so many songs, so like sometimes when I go out there and I'm doing certain songs and I take my breaks, people be requesting certain songs. I'm like, damn, I ain't even got this one ready, you know, in the in the chamber. But, you know, I, I be having fun, man. I just let it go. And I try to interact with the crowd while I'm performing. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I'm doing one shot, and I'm, I'm pouring out Hennessy at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I haven't did one shot in a while. I'll probably start doing it again. But I used to pour out Hennessy while I'm performing at the same time. And, you know... Uh, shout out to uh, DJ Shea because, you know, uh, God bless his soul. So uh, every time I perform, he was actually rocking my sets, man. So, like, 
you know, sometimes I ain't gonna lie. That's why I really don't even like, you know, I haven't been into like doing shows, man, truthfully, because he used to be back there and watching me. And I was like, damn, the person that when I first started performing, he was one of the ones that like, yo, I'll rock your set. You don't got a DJ, I'll rock your set. Flea, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to DJ Shea, man. Good brother, man. You know, uh, he, he used to definitely hold me down because um there was times like uh I kind of like slipped up and he would say the word or something. You know what I'm saying? Conway would say the word. I'm like, all right, cool, give boom. Now I got it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of slipped up because uh I, I never really performed ever. You know, you gotta understand. Like I went from you know doing negative to positive and hustling and all that. And then it's like, yo, Flea, if you could come on this tour, pull up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Rock out two joints, whatever. I right, shit, you know what I'm saying? No more. And then when I go do these two joints, I'm performing in front of, you know, you know, like thousands of people, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Small rooms, 400 people, five. But to be rocking this crowd and having all these people enjoy me up there, it made me want to go harder. You know what I'm saying? To see that they embraced it, to see that they liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, son talking. You know what I'm saying? I start talking these bars and they hear like, oh, okay, he not just, oh, he yeah, he, he wanted them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I enjoy that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I right now, like I'm working on this feature, you know, for G4 Jag. I started writing a little bit earlier, and then I was like, you know, eight o'clock, I gotta jump on. So, you know, I kind of lost thought of uh, concentration, but you know, once I light up a chopper. You know, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll get right back to it and finish it up, man. Uh, you, you'll bang it out for sure. And you, you've yeah. always compared yourself to Easy E starting out because you had the bars, you had to find your voice. Yeah, I didn't know how to approach it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I would just go up there and, you know, uh, I would say it, right? And then it's like when you're saying it, it kind of don't say, it's not sounding how I'm supposed to, like, I got to have these people feel this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can, I can talk it out, but as I'm talking, it's going to sound too smooth. So now I got to get up there and I got to be a little aggressive now. So then when I get aggressive, like, it sounds like, like gravel. I heard people say like, I sound like gravel. I'm like, how the fuck gravel sound? But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you got that gravel voice, bro. I'm just like, oh, all right, cool. Fuck it. And then I just now, I learned how to control my voice, you know what I'm saying, when I'm recording compared to talking, you know what I'm saying? Because if I talk like how I'm recording, I would be hoarse. I would lose my voice constantly because I, I can definitely do about five songs, maybe record five to six songs if I pushed it, you know, straight. But by that sixth song, maybe even that fifth, my voice is gone. Yeah. Because I'm rapping with aggression, you know what I'm saying? I'm in there, you know, I'm vibing now. Now I'm on shit. You know, I'm smoking wild choppers. I'm basically, I'm drinking water, but that shit ain't working because I didn't smoke six cannons, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, nah, man. But yeah, I I, I enjoy it. I didn't learn, you know, how to, you know, approach the, uh, the booth, you know what I'm saying? Because before I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like going in and I would always open up the door like, yo, how that sound, bro? And my man's been, man, get the fuck back in there, bro. Like, you good, man. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. But I never was happy with it because I didn't know what, you know, it sounded like until, like, I found it. And once I found it, I was in my pocket and I was like, all right, cool, you know. I didn't even ask no more, like, yo, how did it sound? Like, I just knew 
that it sound like what it was supposed to sound like. Yeah, it's that shit. But I was confident in the beginning. Like I was still trying to find who is, you know, Flea Lord, you know what I'm saying? And trying to develop, you know, my voice and, you know, not really my image. Cause you know, I didn't care about an image like, and still to today, like, um, you know, sometimes I go step out on designer shit. I might spend a couple, you know, thousand on some outfit or something on an outfit. And before I would just wear the same hoodie for like a week straight, not caring. Cause you know, I'm, I'm still like that. I don't care about fashion. I don't care about clothes. I don't care about none of that shit. But when I go pop out, sometimes you might see me step out on some shit to show niggas like I could step out and do, you know, yeah, yeah, you see me, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't change, you know, who I really am. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done had my shorts on the same, you know, for two days already. Mm-hmm. Put them shits back on right after I shower. I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? But when I got to step out, yeah, you know, but even now, like, I'm like, I'm past it already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got a walk-in closet with a bunch of, you know, Dior shit and, you know, uh, Versace shit and all. And I don't even wear it. I don't even care for it. Like, sometimes family come over. I'm like, yeah, you want that? Like, what? <laughs> It, shit, I'll take it, you know what I'm saying? So I just be giving stuff away sometimes. But yeah, man, and just like I'll go buy, you know, new stuff here and there. But I, I'm not into fashion. I'm man, I'm just, you know, as real as they come, man. You know what I'm saying? As real as they come, and 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 I'm a genuine person too. I'm super humble. So like I think I've been blessed. I feel like my blessings continue to come and they don't get blocked because of that, you know? Yeah. Just like Rock Marcy told you when you were in designer, you'll never wear Jordans again. Real shit, man, and 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 that's a fact, bro. And like now, like I'm like I gotta go buy me some J's because you know I gotta show them like now nah, I'm wearing them again. They they too comfy. Like certain Jordans is just comfy, man. But yeah, he said that to me, and it, and it really got like that. Like right now, I got my gold Balenci's on right now. You know what I'm saying I got the gold Balenciagas on. You know what I'm saying, but I really don't care for it. You know what I'm saying, like. I'm not like, like not like a honest. materialistic person. Nah, I'm really yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like to I like to look good. Don't get me wrong, because I worked hard for it. But I'm still the same person from you know when I was out there doing negative or positive. So like, you know, uh, designer stuff and stuff like that it doesn't change me like who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm rocking my nephew's hat, got a polo tee on. You know what I'm saying? But there's days out. Like I said, I don't care for none of that, bro. Like that. It's just only when you go to an event or something, you want to look sharp. You want to step out. But for the most part, I'm comfortable, you know, sweatpants and just chilling my flip flops on in the crib, you know, because I've earned it now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before I would have to go out there every day and figure out ways to like what I'm going to do to, you know, to get up. Now I wake up, take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen to beats you know, and try to put beats aside for whatever project I'm working on, or, you know what I'm saying, maybe send it out to some artist that I'm building with, you know, and tell them, look, listen, maybe you should hit this producer up. They got this beat right here. I'm, I, I think it matched your vibe, you know what I'm saying? So I'll be on that right now, you know what I'm saying? And tapping into, you know, social medias and, you know, just, you know, building and, and, and finding ways to create more money to end off this year, you know what I'm saying? And learning about your story, too, because there's a time you felt like quitting and you hear about Conway and the struggles that he goes through in the industry. Is this industry built for the real? Um, I would say, nah, it don't matter because you could be fake, too, and still, you know, come up because, um, you know, 
Uh, you'd be you'd be a crazy D rider and just falling right into a place because you're a D rider. You know what I'm saying? And you lit. You know, but in certain cases, like with real brothers, it just takes a little bit longer. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's it's only for the real because nah it don't matter. Yeah. Like you got a lot of fake motherfuckers just lit. I agree. But, but to survive in this, you have to stay hungry. You have to stay ten toes down. And um and you can't fold, you know what I'm saying, on nothing. You can't fold on nothing, you know what I'm saying? Anything you do. Because um majority of the time, like I said, when you when you fold. That opportunity was right there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, thank God I didn't quit because, look, in the matter of two years, like, I was dropping music since 2017, 2019. I made a hundred and, you know, 20, 30 some thousand, roughly around there. You know what I'm saying? Um, where I had to get, you know, an accountant and hire one. And I didn't even know what the fuck that was about. So I'm like, what? I just went from, not having a dollar to have to hire someone to do my taxes now because I don't know what's going to happen. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I made $120,000 under my social security. I never made that much money with a job in a year. You know what I'm saying? Like I've made 40000 I made 50000 with my job, but I was working mad hours and breaking my body down to make that 50000 and which the fucking taxes wrote me too. So I didn't even see that 50,000 word. I made that. You know what I'm saying? You, you look at the end of the year, it's like, what? But I seen that I made this money on my own because it was all on PayPal. What I did, then I'm like, PayPal hitting me up. Like, oh, you got to do the taxes to keep the business open. I'm like, oh, God. So I had to hire someone to do this. And then, you know, in 2020, like I said, I did all those projects and I was making money in 2020. But 2021, I bought my house. Half a million dollars, over half a million dollars. And then now I've been there for a year. You know what I'm saying? The equity went up. I got a buck and change right now off the house. So my shit is worth six and change. And then 2022 is almost damn near over. We're already halfway in. Over halfway in. By next year, my crib would be seven and change. You know what I'm saying? I'm still shitting on, you know, on projects. I'm doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I haven't been doing shows because I've been wanting to be here for my child. But everything is going great right now. We're about to push Lord Mob. TF is doing good. Funk P is doing good. G4 is doing good. Stars is doing good. Tiana's doing good. I can name all the artists on the Lord Mob and that's just pushing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, and... I'm in a great place because I didn't have that before. Yeah. You know, those people I'm naming, that was connects I was calling to get work. So now these names, I can be like, it's pushing this brand, you know, with me and trying to help it build where we can, who knows, maybe sell it later. And you're who giving knows? percentages to the artists, you know, giving back so they have something for their families, which I think yeah. is amazing to do. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I really want to build Lord Mob up so we can all break bread later eventually who knows you know what i'm saying you, you never know and you know I, I wanted to get into this because it's such a trending topic and i'm not a clickbaity person you know i'm not here for the drama but i think what conway did with calling funk flex out in the new york city djs i think he had a right to do that because you guys should be getting played and we know the the payola and what goes on with the club records but 
give you guys something. You guys deserve play because you're putting it in for the real New York hip hop sound. Yeah, man. I mean, but it's it's cool, man. I think you know Conway by him voicing his opinion. Sometimes you know the way things are, you know, sad and how it is is it just gets taken out of place. Misconstrued. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, Conway really doesn't give a shit about no <laughs> Funk Flex. And I'm pretty sure he gives him his flowers because Funk Flex been around for a long time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Funk Flex doesn't give a shit about Conway Griselda. No, he made that blatantly obvious on Instagram and even going on air. And he was like, oh, I'm about to go play the new Griselda. And then he said, nope. <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing with that. Like, I I don't got no no uh nothing negative to say about anything about that you know what i'm saying no. con did have a strong valid point he definitely did right but then again that's that man's profession and that's his job yeah so whatever he wants to play fuck it you play us you play us you don't you don't we don't give a fuck that's how i look at it now i look at it like this though too because, like I said, Khan did have a valid point. Flex is how old? He's got to be in his 50s. In his 50s, right? And it's cool to find young talent. But you cannot make it seem like drill or club music is really it. Now, it's good for the vibe. Yes, it is. But... When you were in your 20s till your 50, or in your 20s till your 40s, there wasn't no drill. No. There wasn't no club music that was being, I mean, yeah, there was club music, but not so much. Exactly. You would have a biggie vibe club music. More money, more problems. Okay, so I look at it like this as a DJ, you made a living off of playing that hip-hop, that sound, and what certain people like us still create, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not radio today because times change. Like I said, that man can play whatever the fuck he wants. It's his profession. That's his job. He, he's a DJ. He plays whatever he wants. That's fine. But when you made a living off of that stuff back in the days, and that's what made you who you are today, I just think you still should show respect to, you know, to the people that's still here. Like, like I did see something he said, um, like, you're not the locks. Like, well, you're not better than the locks. But what you're doing is kind of starting some shit up by saying that. Because, all right, well, you're not better than the locks. We don't want to be better than the locks. Like, in a sense, I'm, that's how I look at it. Now, yeah. I'm not speaking for no one, but when you read that, it's like, why would you name drop you 50 plus, right? Yeah. And men don't tear each other down. So, like, with everything that was going on, I think it shouldn't have been, you know, to the media. Mm. It shouldn't have been publicized to the media because once you put it out there, it gives everybody an opinion and then it starts more and more and more of, of negative attention 
You know what I'm saying? Where if you speak to that person, if you get a chance to one-on-one, y'all both can hash it out together one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's valid points. And then you look at it from all angles. Like you basically made a, a, a living off of hip hop and you still push the culture of the year hip hop, but you pushing more of, you know, drill music at 50 plus years old. So it's like, I get it. Cause that you want to stay relevant. You want to stay relevant. So you reach out to the youth and you're still pushing the youth and low, you know, 20 and, you know, 25 and 19 year old kids, 50 year old man, RP DJ K Slay, cause he's still stuck to the era of his age bracket and still would probably push the drill music. Cause like I said, I don't knock it. You know what I'm saying? But for someone like Flex, like I, like I said, don't have nothing negative to say about him. But for someone like Flex at his age and his um, platform that he has to be promoting drill, I don't think it's good as an adult because you're basically opening the door for more drill to get lit. And then, like I said, these kids are killing each other and going to jail. So with your platform, I don't think that would be good to be promoting that type of sound that much. But you want these kids to win. You want them to be able to feed their family and also, like, I get it all. But at the age you at, and you would prefer to play that over what we talking, it's just like, uh, you know, whatever. But it's your profession, your job. You do what you want. I but Khan did have valid points, though, bro. He did. You know he did. Saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, shout out to Rosenberg. Because Rosenberg plays us Sunday nights. He plays that sound. You know what I'm saying? When he's on, Rosenberg plays us on Hot 97. You know what I'm saying? And there's other DJs, too. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time. But you don't really hear it often. Unfortunately, like, but at least you yeah, get something you know, once in a while. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah, you know, you yeah, put in the hard like work flex, not for the New York culture. Yeah, yeah, when we grew up, you know what I'm saying? Listen to Flex and K Slay, it was locking and dropping bombs, <laughs> right? When you drop bombs, it was something that was hot. They played what was hot for the streets on the radio. Now they play what's hot for the clubs. And I think what's negative because you gotta understand, they give the money to these kids like that has the youth behind them, that gets the streams behind them, and that's running it up. They'll give them that bag, not really caring about what they say or what they can do when they get that money. Now, if they don't get out and they get caught up with the shit in the hood, it's only gonna be more people that's gonna go down. There's no uplifting. No. Majority of the time, it's all about beefing and the ops. And, you know, you know how it goes, man. It's just horrible now. But, like, the platform that he has, I just feel like it, you know, not to knock the drill. Or I got nothing negative to say because, like I said, that's his profession, man. But it's just not cool. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool at all. It's not. I agree. A lot of blasphemous takes going around. I mean, T-Pain the other day saying that Tupac would get smoked lyrically now. I mean, I just, I guess there was something in the air this week. I know people are just having some bold takes that I just, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I said something, you know, on, you know, on um that topic. And, 
you know, Flex had, you know, said something like, yo, you wasn't saying that when I was playing your songs. And I'm like, what songs you played of mine? Because I did 12 for 12. I didn't hear not one song from Flea Lord on Funkmaster Flex. Now, yeah, you played a song that I did for Rosenberg. Rosenberg is your colleague. That is your partner. That is your friend for, for the years that y'all worked together. So, of course, if Rosenberg gives you a song and says, yo, I'm pushing this as my single, I need you to drop it. Now, if Flea Lord is not on that single, you don't play Flea Lord. But Flea Lord was on both his singles. I was on the one with Stove and I was on the one with Rock. So those two singles that you played, that's not my songs. Those are Rosenberg songs. So you, song. Yeah, you didn't play my song. You didn't go out of your way to go in your discography and play something. Yeah. So don't make it seem like, you know, all this like emojis you had put up because you, you didn't play Flea Lord. Now, I don't want you to play Flea Lord. But if you took the time out to listen to Flea Lord, if you took the time out to know that in a matter of, you know, just a couple of years rapping and putting out this work and accomplishing my goals and not having no one over me, not a manager, not a PR, not a boss, nothing. And to have this big ass house I live in, paying my daughter's college and all this, I mean, that right there, drop a bond of that. That's what New York is, a real father, you know what I'm saying, taking care of his. That, that's what this sound like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I got nothing negative to say, man, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not one of them niggas you could play with. Yeah. Would you go up there for a freestyle if he calls you up? Nope. I don't do nothing for free no more. I know that's you don't like freestyle anymore because of that. Yeah, I mean, why Why I'm going to give you these bars for free? I'm not doing that no more. I'd rather just sit here, create, and just, you know, give you our project with those bars. I'm exactly. not wasting no more bars. I wouldn't do no more. I mean, I just did a freestyle, I think, for, uh, what's this homie's name? On the Radar. I did one of those. So I don't know when that's coming out, but I did one for On the Radar. And um, I did the freestyle, and after I, like, I, I kind of fumbled in my freestyle. And it was like, yo, you want to do another take? I'm like, no. <laughs> Keep that. Let the people know I fucked up. I don't want to go back and do another take and then it's perfect. Or do my third take or fourth take and it's perfect. I'm going to get out this one take. It's a freestyle. So I'm, whenever it drops, it drops. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I'm really not into doing freestyles. And I did that on the radar because they reached out to me. And, you know, there's been people hitting me up about doing freestyles. And I don't mind doing it. I just don't want to do it for free, bro. It's called a freestyle. I don't do shit for free. <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm saying? I work I very you. hard, man. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I work very hard. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, like I said, I might have some bars jotted up sometimes. So... I can know how to approach something. Then I just go and freestyle the rest sometimes. Like most of the time people be, you know, freestyling written stuff. Yeah. So it's not a freestyle no more. Exactly. So like, like, I mean, I want to go up here and freestyle and have fun. But when people freestyle, they're going up there, giving you some shit they wrote. And it's authentic anymore. Yeah, so it's like it's not like freestyle, like you're gonna go up there and freestyle. Nah, he, he gonna recite these bars that he done wrote in his pad, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I, nah, so I might as well just, you know, I'll, I'll hold on to the freestyles, but I'll probably wouldn't do a, a freestyle by Flex. 
because the reaction he gave the bros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, he he the fact that he didn't give them that like nasty crunched up face, especially becoming from the '90s era. Oh, the, hold on, you yeah, know, something like that. Like you didn't get. He just sat that. there like it was just like a Broadway play. I mean, and then you know, like um, I have a cousin that's cousins of designer. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know, like, that sound a designer had, you know, and he had that wave at that moment. With Panda. Yeah, that, and, like, you don't really hear nothing about him no more. Not to discredit him or nothing, but I don't really hear him no more, right? And this is my cousin's cousin. I'm not related to him, but by through, like, my cousin being, you know, like, his father's side, whatever, or something like that. But And, you know, um, I look at things like that because there was that moment where my little cousin was with his cousin Mm -hmm. and he seen his cousin level up so fast. And then it's like, is that like, it seems like a standstill to me. Not like, I'm not discrediting him. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I would never want to know, but it's just, it's just reality. You had that one hit, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe other hits too. There was a couple other songs that was okay, but he did a freestyle from Flex 2, right? And now, what's going on? Nothing. Then, yeah, you, you know, you get people like the bros or certain individuals that go up there talking that shit, and it's like you don't get that reaction because we know what type of sound Flex likes. He likes club music, and he likes drill music, and he likes what's winning at the moment. When it comes to bars and reality, I don't think he really feels it that much because he can't rock with it. That's not what he's on. So like, that's why I said, that's, you know, but, um, yeah, man, like that, the, the, the people that do these freestyles and all that, like I, I, I did a couple, I'm not big on it though. And I wouldn't do no freestyle for flex because of, you know, how he, you know, is when it comes to the real shit, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not appreciated. You've it's, you can tell just by the facial reactions. Yeah. 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 I'm good. I want to do no freestyle for him, but maybe I'll do a freestyle for somebody else or something. Like if they hit me and they're like, yo, Flea, I got this going, man. I would love to have you. And it's like, are you paying me? Yeah. Are you, am I doing this as a freestyle and it's free and I got to go out there on my own dollar to get up with you on my own dollar and drive around and it's free. Ah, shit, come on. (laughs) 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 You ain't got nothing for me? Oh, fuck, man. Uh And then I look look into it, and like I said, if I want to do it to support, then I will. If I, you know, if I want to do it for money, then you just got to have a bag for me, and then I probably will freestyle. But, I mean, you know, like I said, it just depends the situation and the people and how they approach it, you know what I'm saying? If I look like, you know, like I said, if it looked like they – they push it some and they can use some assistance, then I'll, I'm all in, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But if it look like you good and you asking me for a favor and you good and I know you can pay me, oh, you're going to have to pay me if you need me then, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I said, if you look like you, you're going through the struggle and you're getting it out the mud and, you know what I'm saying, you asking for a favor for me, I'm going to do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if you might pop later on. You could really tell that story. Like, yo, bro, you did that shit for the love. To where somebody's already on is like, you going to use me. Nah, you ain't using me. You have to pay me. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm on. That's what I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be. And that's building the grind. And just touching the base on this, a moment of certification for you, M-E-T-H-O-D, man, giving you your flowers and, and praise. Oh, you. man. Yeah, you know what's crazy is somebody just said, man, like, yo, uh, you know, flex, man, you know, he's talking about that. And then it's like, but then meth, I'm like, yo, salute the meth, man. He's a legend. Yes, Matthew. You know and for crazy. him to be in his interview and you know sitting down and chopping it up with math and all of them, for him to mention us, that's big, because he don't have to mention us when he's talking about him and what he's doing. So, like, man, I you know, big salute to the homie, man. He's a fucking legend, you know, and I thank him for that for shedding light on us. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's like you know, Con went and you know did that and let people know like you know you got to get rid of certain people like that i don't think they should get rid of him but maybe he should reconsider on some of the shitty plays you know what i'm saying but 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 past that whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying like i said you know con i know he probably didn't feel right after he did a voice it maybe like you know what i'm saying but then it's like fuck it you know what i'm saying but to have someone like meth you know what i'm saying and all these guys the legends. So some people might not like you. It's okay. It's all right. Some people might not be a fan of you. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, man, to have meth, you know, basically mentioned myself, 38 special shooter and rock Marcy and give rock Marcy his flowers, man, it was amazing. And to, to be honest, like, um, crazy is one day when I met meth and we chopped it up I actually told him like yo I would love for you to chop it up with my bro rock so he's like rock rock Marcy I'm like yeah man like I, I feel like you know you brothers need to build man like y'all both legends like man like I'm gonna call him right now and he said yeah call that motherfucker up man I want to talk to him I want to get some working with him so I called rock and had him talk to meth, like patch meth my phone and they chopped it up. I walked away. I done left. Meth had my phone, like fuck is flea at. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt good doing that because it's like, you know, I, I kind of like bridged, you know, that that gap where they needed to build. So then it's like, you know, you go and hear him give him his flowers. I thought that was amazing. And who knows, you definitely might hear some work and you know in the near future with them two brothers, you know what I'm saying? Let alone I'm a I'm a work with you know with meth as well. That's a for sure thing, you know. Like I'm not gonna basically have him, you know, hand me my flowers and not give y'all a song with him. You know what I'm saying? It's only right. So I gotta pay homage to the big homie and like how I did with you know all the legends I work with. That's just gonna be another legend I get to build with as well, man. So you know, you'll hear something with me and him, and I'm pretty sure you're going to hear something with him and Rock as well, too. Tough, especially for the real hip-hop heads. I'm looking forward to that. Far Rockaway, you're from there. Have you had the chance to run into MC Search throughout your career? Because he's a Far Rockaway legend from third base. Um, Nah, man, I, I, I never got to meet up with him. Um, <clears throat> uh, You know, I just got to meet up with, like, basically um, – I would say uh, Stack Bundles was like a good friend of mine too when we were younger, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I wasn't really too tapped in with the hip hop stuff because when I was young, I was playing sports and- Big sports guy, yeah, yeah, playing ball. I was playing ball and shit like that, running around and, 
you know, like I said, I got into the wrong things when I was younger, stuff like that. So I really wasn't into like um, the culture just yet, you know what I'm saying? Until like, you know, I've reached my teenage years, like I kind of like started letting go of my mom's being murdered and trying to find, you know, myself again, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, like, yo, I gotta live, you know what I'm saying? And so I started tapping into like rap and shit like that. And, you know, uh, I didn't get into graffiti, but I loved it. Um, yeah, so I was just getting soaked in with the culture, like, you know what I'm saying, the break dancing and all of that shit. So, you know, um, I start soaking in game and, you know, it made me who I am today, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I never got to, you know, run into uh, MC. Uh, you said search, right? Yeah. Yeah, I never got to run into him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm sure it'll come much on. about him. I really don't know too much about him. He's still alive. God bless his soul. I don't want to. Yeah, he's still alive. He's from third base. He's the one that signed Nas, helped him out with Illmatic, and it was written. And okay, yeah, he's got yeah, I gotta some... do some homework on that, you know what I'm saying? Because I know all about Nas, so you know what I'm saying? I gotta tap into that. But I just did some homework, you know, with mugs on Ram LZ when we did the Ram LZ project. That's right. That was somebody I knew nothing about neither. And Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got to, you know, get some uh some information on him from being far from Far Rockaway and stuff like that. And you know, him in being a big influence on Basquiat, you know what I'm saying? And I was just I, I got I got to get some information from Muggs. Muggs put me on to someone and we wind up, you know, naming the project after him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You did. And it, just so many hip hop stories. It's and being in the studio with Prodigy, did Prodigy ever tell you any exclusive stories about him back in the day in the nineties with any collaborations? You remember Prodigy sharing anything with you? Oh man, I know a lot of stories, man. <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to mention too many stories, man, because you know, P has some, he has some crazy stories, man. <laughs> he has some crazy stories. But <clears throat> what I can say, though, is, you know, um, building with P and there was a time um, he came to the studio and I was just getting off, you know, uh, out the stoop. Well, basically out the booth and like we played a song. And he like, yo, bro, that shit, that shit crazy, bro. You play it again. So like he played that shit like four times and then he was like, yo. I could go in there right now. So my man is like, he like, yeah. You you about to rap? He's like, yeah. So nigga P went in there and laid the verse down. So me and P, you know what I'm saying? We got this I'll talk. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. We got this one joint, and it was just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And you know, um, I got one unreleased song with P that I never put out. I got into my email, never even like looked at it, you know what I'm saying? It's still there for years, you know. Um but I got I got a joint, you know what I'm saying? I don't know like what I'm gonna do with it. Eventually I'll probably give it out later or something. But it's just like those is just one of those things, you know what I'm saying? I I wanted to just hold on to for, you know, until that time comes, you know what I'm saying? I don't know when that time comes, but I got a joint that I never played, never released with P, you know what I'm saying? And you know, to have P, you know what I'm saying, pull up and build with me and kick it and you know, just basically teach me about a lot of shit that a lot of us are blind to on a day-to-day basis. You know, sometimes you, you would rather stay blind because it's like, if you woke and you get this information, it's like, you don't want to even know that. Like you've been lied to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, man, the shit that P used to tell me, man, crazy, man, crazy, 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 because it just opens your eyes to a lot of things. And then it's like, you know, it is sort of, feels like it could be conspiracies to things you know what i'm saying but then it's like hold up you know so 
I'm glad that I was able to learn a lot of things through P, you know what I'm saying? Because of, like I said, man, all of that soaking all this game, it made me the artist I am, but it also made me the man I am today because I'm a man first and an artist second. I'm not a Hollywood motherfucker, so you won't see me acting like weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm going to be the same person I've always been. I might just level up a bit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still going to be humble. I'm still going to be the same regular person. Like, there's nothing about me to be, like, acting like I'm just, you know, nah. There's no reason to act like that, bro, because that shit could get taken away in the blink of an eye. You know what I'm saying? It only take about two to three seconds to change your life. Bars like Central Brooklyn. Honestly, you know we cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, Crazy, man. But Fleelor, you got so much on the way here. I know Brady Watt, you got something on the way as far as a project goes. Conway yeah. Project's going to be dropping this year. Yeah. I did hear about you already got like four songs in the tuck, a couple beats. Mm-hmm. You're going to be yeah, working yeah. on the future. Anything else fact. you want to let the fans know? And um, Yeah, audience? man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, probably be dropping in September. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be a dope project. You know what I'm saying? I got, uh, I got some female producers. You know what I'm saying? About two of them. Um, I have, uh, I have, um, I have Love the Genius on there. Uh, I'm trying to get Shay Noah and Vel the Nine on there as well. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's sounding real good. I got a producer named Veda, you know, female producer. She's on there as well. So just trying to switch it up. But I think ladies and gentlemen is a dope project. I'm going to drop that in September. Then we're figuring out when, you know, me and Carl, we're going to drop our tape. Brady Watt, I just kicked it to him. You know, he's, he just kicked Cancer's ass. So I'm very happy about that, man. Salute to Brady Watt and big blessings to him. Salute to um, Yeah, we got about 10 songs, me and him got, you know, it's almost like crossover, like rap and rock and roll. You know, we got an ill video we're going to shoot. I don't want to spoil it and, and tell people what it's going to look like because if somebody tried, I'm going to bust their fucking head open. So I don't want to talk about that just yet. But, you know, we uh, we got an ill video with me and Brady Watt. We're going to do some ill shit, man. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to drop these three projects right now. And then who knows what I got later on in store. Like, you know, a couple people been wanting to collab with me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? It just got to make sense, man, because I'm not rapping no more to get on and get heard. I'm rapping to make money. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know, take care of my family. And um, yeah, shit ain't cheap no more. See, yep. gas is like $5, man. Shit, I'm Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it's through the roof. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to just make sure, you know, I can be able to take care of my, my loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's my inner family. And then I got my outer family that's not even blood related that I, you know, I try to make sure that they're good. You know, if they need to lean on me for a situation or, yo, you know, things ain't going in their favor at the moment, they might need me. So I got to make sure I can help them. So the only way I can help them and help my family is by making money off my craft. So it's no more favors. You know what I'm saying? I'm all out of favors. I'm all out of features. I'm all out of my time. It's very valuable now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, this shit got to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you put your all in and you didn't make sense in the beginning. It was because you wanted to make it. And I made it. So, like, now I can't make shit easier for you because niggas ain't make it easier for me. You know what I'm saying? But I will I will do my best to try to support whatever I can. You know what I'm saying? If you need a verse, shit, you got five? You got 5K for me? Nah. What you got? Damn, 
I can't do a verse for you, but I can get somebody else to give you a verse for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See if one of the homies want to take that. They still part of the mob. You ain't going to get me, but you can get one of the bros. You know what I'm saying? And the bros not to say, oh, they're going to take it, you know, some less than me. Yeah, they are. Because they didn't put that work in that I've put in just yet. They're still working to get where I'm at. But they're going to take what you got to offer at that moment. Maybe I won't take it. You know what I'm saying? But I need about $5,000 for a feature. I know motherfuckers getting twenty, and 15000 for a feature. You know what I'm saying? And I have the same people that's co-signing those people who's co-signing me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I work for people, you know what I'm saying, and give them a reasonable price, but I don't go no under five, man. If you can't get at least five for me, yeah, I really want 10. I'm going to keep it tall. I want 10, but I'll take five because I know times are tough right now. You know what I'm saying? And if you really want to work with me, if you could get up five bands, I'm going to work with you. You know what I'm saying? But I really need that 10 popper. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, shit is real right now, so... Yeah. Gas. Support, yeah. <laughs> gas is gas you know what I'm saying if you smoke like I smoke it ain't cheap either, you know so either way gas is very expensive on both ends for me you know what I'm saying so, yeah, uh, both ends. and you're profiting from Instagram too from your cousin and nephew setting up your Instagram account starting from Flea Yayo back in the day all the way yeah. to the infamous Flea Mob and you know, you've generated that into a business as well yeah so. man you did your homework bro thanks I man that. you did your homework man <laughs> You really did your homework. You surprising me right now. Yeah. My uh, nephew, my nephew and my cousin, um, Viking. Shout out to Viking. His birthday just passed, man. Um, you know, uh, they created my Instagram back in the days. I ain't know nothing about that shit. And uh to keep it tall, man, like, you know, I actually didn't know nothing about computers at one point until I got the stock exchange job. And it's like they gave me my own office. Wow. And here I am, I lied my ass off and had, you know, somebody in the family that worked there. And got me this job and I didn't know nothing about computers. And I had to learn everything about computers to fucking putting them together and building them and all this shit. Like I was like, whoa. And now I kind of like, you know, I, I be on shit now. So I know a little something. And uh, when they built my Instagram, I didn't know nothing about that in the beginning. And then I got sharp with that. And then it's like, all right, cool. You know, I've got to learn this shit and certain things you can't say on Instagram, certain things you can't do. And, you know, I thank God that I've been, you know, on shit and never promoted nothing negative or nothing stupid, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not like that. So yeah, man, um, they created my Instagram and I started, you know, developing, you know, a little bit of fans and it grew from, you know, hundreds to a couple thousand. And then you see it growing 14,000. You're like, Whoa, you know, um, yeah, man, most of my shits are not bots. I try to block as many bots as I can, you know what I'm saying? If people do follow me, I don't follow everybody back because I don't want to see a bunch of the bullshit they post, not to discredit them or nothing like that neither, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you do on your gram is you, but I don't want to see that shit. It's toxic. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit, so I don't really follow too many people back unless if you, you know, you're doing something constructive or if I really know you or something like that, I've been around you and it's like, yo, Fleet, give me a follow. I'm just like, uh. All right, you, you one of those type of people. I'll follow you. Fuck it. You want to be happy and get a follow? All right, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about that shit. I don't care who follows me. I don't care who don't. I, you know, I don't, you know, a lot of people like they're caught up into that shit. It's like, yo, follow me back, bro. Uh, all right, cool. Fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't be wanting to see none of that shit anyway. I don't care for Instagram too much. Most of my Instagram shit is all promotion. You know, everything we do, it's always about, you know, sometimes I show them like what I'm doing throughout the day in my story or something, you know what I'm saying, share something, but I don't really care about Instagram no more because um, 
it's just so like you said, it's just toxic, bro. You know what I'm saying? Very toxic. And it, yeah, and it's like the news anyway. So it's like you're gonna hear about some shit that goes on around the world before the news tell you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's just, it, yeah, it's crazy, man. Did you see the shit about Styles P just like coming to that girl's aid that got arrested? I think in uh, Yonkers. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so it's two, two cops, you know, slammed a black girl, and you know, like they, I guess, you know, whatever they they thought she was armed or something. So Styles P jumps to her aid, and you know, I guess his lady was there, and they were recording, and he like came to her aid, you know, what I'm saying, and held her down. So it's like, you know, it's just crazy, man. Like what you know, what you know. Shout out to Styles P, you know, what I'm saying, like I know he just stepped in, and you know, hopefully that girl is okay, and she really didn't, you know, do nothing. Hopefully she didn't. And hopefully she gets justice. Yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm saying, like I said, hopefully she wasn't doing nothing illegal to have them really run down on her like that, and you know, everything gets you know handled properly, but. Shout out to Styles for stepping in and holding her down, man. That was real. That is real. Flea Lord, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man, and for your time and just sharing all these stories with me and, you know, no doubt, just man. what you do for the hip-hop culture and keeping it real and that you found yourself and, and you're carrying on the tradition of the real hip-hop because all that matters is your fan base and what you're doing for the hip-hop culture and what makes you happy in the end and providing from your family. Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, that's what we do this for. We do this, you know, I mean, me per se, I do this to make sure I can provide for my family and I don't have to do negative for a positive ever again. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like, you know, other people, sometimes other people do it, they get caught in a moment. Sometimes they do it because it's like, you know, they get a, a thrill off of, you know, just being lit. I don't care about being in the, the limelight. I don't care about being the best rapper. I just want to be the best businessman and, and, and be the best provider and protector for my family. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if we can just continue to share gems like this and hopefully help people out, then, you know what I'm saying? That's great. And if not, shit, you're going to learn the hard way. That's a fact. Or just take notes from your music. That's it. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm trying to share as many gems as I can. You know what I'm saying? But, um, shit, go, go listen to, go listen to whoever you, tapped into i just tell you what be careful you listen to that drill shit because <laughs> how you like this ready to go crazy <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, man, but peace of blessings man i appreciate you having me you know what i'm saying and um i look forward to chopping up more you know what i'm saying i'm here brother that's a fact man anytime you need any promo want to come back on you're always welcome because i always take pride in in putting all the records in the rotation and i value because growing up in in connecticut and you know i, I was wondering going to be a toad's place soon because connecticut loves the real hip-hop so yeah 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 i ain't gonna lie man i always had fun going to connecticut back in the days with chinks too you know what i'm saying like chinks, chinks used to be out here a lot yeah hell yeah he loved yeah. connecticut man um but yeah man shit i'll probably see if i could set something up with the toad's place man and you know, do a show out there or something, man. Yep. I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there to support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll make sure you come hang out with us, brother. That's a fact, man. I appreciate that. Flea Lord, enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. Stay safe. I'm looking forward to the upcoming music. Thank you for all your contributions to the real hip-hop, man. Keep Thank going. You, all right, peace. No doubt, man. Peace out. All right.